Friday afternoon. Welcome to Two Coffees. Your boy, the Zoobs, is here. What a day I am having. Oh, boy. Uh, attended a circumcision this morning. That's pretty wild. That's a pretty wild way to start your day after a, uh, a 3 to 5 a.m. awake session from my son overnight. Two weeks today. Two weeks of life for him. Uh, pretty crazy. Pretty wild whirlwind, uh, hitting the emotions big this week. A lot of intensity in the household, I think is the word I would use with our little miracle. But he is happy and healthy. Everything looks as it should. Um, weekend of tending to that <laughs> ahead after, um, you know, a, a continued development. He continues to get bigger. He's up past his birth weight, which is a big accomplishment. Um, that is very, very good. But also a week of Blue Jays baseball. Uh, we had a little series against the Boston Red Sox. Always good. Always good to win a series against the Boston Red Sox. And the Blue Jays have done it again twice in one month. They are looking so good uh, at the beginning of this season and doing it with, I'll tell you, if I had showed you yesterday's lineup, I mean, they're 13-7. and seven. If I had showed you yesterday's lineup and said, okay, here's... Here's some of the details of the lineup in game 20. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a multiple times this week that Gosuke Kato has started at first base. Raimel Tapia is hitting cleanup. Uh, Bradley Zimmer and Tapia are in the lineup. And uh, Taylor Heineman has started this week. I don't think you would be saying that they were 13-7. and seven. I don't think you would expect for them to be as good as they have been. They continue to get it done. We talked about this on the big show on Monday evening. Uh, getting it done, one-run games, a 6-5 win in Game 2, a one nothing game. Alec Manoa with an absolute gem in Game 4 of the series to clinch the series win. Um, and started off with a 6-2 win. Barrio, 7 scoreless, uh, retired 12 straight at one point in a game that it looked like he was maybe going to get wrapped up a little bit, but um, tiptoed through the raindrops there and continues to be a guy that will allow traffic to get on base but not allow himself to get into a lot of major trouble, uh, home opener excluded. That was the big Bo Bichette grand slam in the eighth inning. You talk about feeling good, getting back home in front of the home fans, uh, getting Bo Bichette in a big spot, hitting a grand slam. Really exciting, fun game. Coming off of the the series in Houston on the weekend uh, to come out and, and have a, I don't want to call it a statement win, you know, uh, 17 games into the season, but uh, uh, you continue to not be afraid of the Boston Red Sox is sort of what they're showing. Um, really exciting big moments for the fact that it was April 25th, a very big feeling uh, moment there. And uh, yeah, just really good vibes. George Springer with an incredible catch uh, going back to his right diving play. Um, Simber would allow those runners to get on uh, after Barrios allowed two runners to reach base in the eighth inning. So, you know, not not perfection from Simber, but of course, don't, not expecting that from anybody. Maybe I'm not going to call it overexposure, but uh, we've seen quite a bit of, of Simber. We've seen quite a bit of all the high leverage relievers this year. I believe um, already 11 appearances for uh for Jordan Romano, he's already got nine save opportunities. Things uh, picking up quickly for him. He's he's tracking down on pace for a, a crazy save season. I know saves is a bit of an archaic statistic, but um, we had a call this week sort of pointing out, like, yeah, he's on pace for a wild season when it comes 
to racking up the saves. It was game two, the 6-5 win. Kevin Gosman, more brilliance in this one. Six innings, nine Ks, four hits, 19 swinging strikes, 14 swinging strikes on his splitter. His splitter and slider this year, especially the slider to righties. Um, he's looking incredible. He's looked incredible. Still hasn't walked anybody. Um, really just great to see. And, and I know... Gosman was a bit of an unknown to Blue Jays fans, uh, except for those who did that thing in the 2000s when they become Giants fans. And maybe they maybe they picked up some Giants uh, insights over the last year. But I thought, um, you know, you never quite know with guys that are two-pitch dominant, um, but has, has worked out and then some already been, been incredible, um, a reliable one-two punch as well now with Manoa and Sort of the good thing about this, I think, and, uh, you know, maybe Barrios benefits from this, but none of them really have to be the ace, if that makes sense. I think they probably, all three of those guys, view themselves as the ace, and I think if you quizzed uh, Ryu, he would consider himself to be the ace as well, when in reality, obviously, he is not. But, um, you know, that shared load, those those top three guys, uh, really allows you the flexibility to not have to put a ton of emphasis on any of their individual starts. Um, we've seen, obviously, opening day, Barrios wasn't great. Um, Manoa has had not had any trouble at any point, and neither really has had has Gosman, but allowed to sort of not put that much pressure on themselves to be the guy that is a stopper or a win guy. They are, are you know, no need to be a stopper when you're constantly winning uh, and not having lost back-to-back games yet. But you get the point. There sort of is... Um, a lot less pressure, I think, on on Barrios to be an ace, on on Gosman to continue to be an ace, to be a Cy Young guy, and uh, Manoa is going to force his way into that conversation, one way or the other. In that uh, second game of the series, the six five win, there was um, some bad Zach Collins defense. That is obviously a thing that is going to continue to sort of follow him around. We talked a lot about umpire scorecard on this show, um, but you sort of had to know where the umpire scorecard starts and where the where the Zach Collins' uh, poor framing ends, or vice versa. He a bad throw on a steal cost him an unearned run to tie this game at one. Um, the only run I believe that Gosman gave up. But Espinal continues to be a, a clutch hitter in the fourth with an RBI single, and then it was pretty tight all the way into the eighth. Jimmy Garcia finally has um, a blow up inning. Nothing I'm really too concerned about. He continues to be a, a, a guy that is effective and has great stuff and seems built for those moments. It's inevitable your your relievers are going to have blow-up spots. Sometimes Romano doesn't have it. Sometimes Garcia doesn't have it. He did not have it in Game 2 of this series. A lot of hot contact. Four earned runs against. Um, a bad throwing decision by Tapia in this inning that probably cost them an extra run. But then, do not count this team out. Bottom of the ninth, Tapia uh, makes up for it with a great leadoff double. Uh, Espinal doubles him back home. Another good Espinal game. Jeez Louise. Uh, and then a huge two-out home run from George Springer uh, ties the game at five. Truly, truly, truly incredible um, vibes out out of the out of the park. Unbelievable scenes in the Sky Dome. Uh, going to bed with a huge smile on my face, just like I love the guy, this goddamn team and the way they're playing lately. Um, games they have no business even really caring about, uh, coming back and winning and, and never giving up. Really, really fun. Um, Romano, top 10, absolutely huge, gets a a big strikeout and knocks down a comebacker to get out of the inning without giving up the ghost run. So the Jays only need one uh, to win the game. 
you get an excellent plate appearance from Alejandro Kirk to draw a walk that loads the bases. And then it's Rymel Tapia. He is all over the back part of this game, throwing decision onwards. His last two at-bats, both of them very big. He has the double lead off the ninth, and then the sack fly to walk it off in the win in uh, dramatic fashion. Bottom 10, 6-5, Blue Jays win that one. And then game three of this series, a little bit of a, a little bit of a throwaway. You had a you had a Heineman start, um, Al Kirk a little bit banged up. They used Trent Thornton in a one-one game here. It was the Stripling start, of course, which when you have when you have Stripling against a very good team, you sort of expect to be grinding this out with your bullpen and sort of be going through a bit of a grind. And that was the case. A pretty good strip outing, five innings didn't really uh, get them into too much trouble. But I think the the sneaky big story on this one would be Vladdy fouling the ball off his foot. Um, I was initially really dismissive of this because I sort of had the thing where, like, you know, getting hit on the hand, getting hit on the wrist is really bad. But the foul ball off the foot, I felt like generally not that big of a deal. They are saying he is probably going to be okay. He missed the last game of the series. He missed Thursday's game uh, just with some soreness, but did run it out and did sort of remain in the game. We have seen Vlad with a little bit of an injury. Vlad, after getting hit, uh, bounced back and hit some huge moonshots. So hoping that's a little bit of it, and hopefully he is okay. We will, of course, keep that monitored here. Because uh, that's what we do. We talk about this Blue Jays team. It was Merriweather and Vasquez leaking out runs. This one in the top of the eighth and top of the ninth. Not a great defensive game for both. All around, just sort of a throwaway game. Uh, that that Wednesday night game just wasn't the, probably the, the first time in 19 games. Maybe the second time in 19 games. Let me look at this. Let me look. Roll this back. Uh, the seven five loss. Maybe the three nothing loss. Uh, the four nothing loss. So a couple of losses to the Yankees maybe, but. Really one of the first times this year where they just sort of weren't, didn't really have it and didn't have the A lineup, didn't have, um, you know, using their sixth starter, uh, their fourth catcher, um, not really that huge of a loss, didn't feel like a gut puncher, didn't really ever feel like a huge game uh, at any point. And then yesterday, Thursday afternoon, Alec Manoa, uh, holy smokes, the dude is that dude. Absolutely nasty against the Red Sox. Two weird lineups again. Uh, this is the one Tapia hitting cleanup. Uh, Ghost Kato <laughs> fighting ninth and playing first. Bradley Zimmer, or pardon me, playing eighth and playing first as he hits ahead of Bradley Zimmer. Um, and the Red Sox also played a bit of a weird lineup. Didn't start Xander Bogarts and, and had Enrique Hernandez batting cleanup. It was Manoa, though. Seven innings, three hits, seven strikeouts, one walk. He was so good. Um... And continues to just be so, so good. The bullpen, never really in doubt. Simber and Romano made it a little interesting. He did get hit. Um, some loud outs, but gets the strikeout to end the game. Maybe gets a very edge of the zone of this one. But the story was Mandoa, who continues to look like the best or second best pitcher on the staff. If it weren't for Gosman, you would easily say, oh, man, he's been the best guy. But Gosman hasn't walked anybody, hasn't given up a home run. <laughs> like, Gosman's been incredible. And uh, the only difference is Manoa has, like, walked a guy this season is the only reason that he is not I think in that same contention as uh but I mean after these games you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who who wouldn't say that uh bigger trends on the week Lourdes Gurriel a bit of a bit of a I'm gonna call it a mini breakout but trying to collect some hits I think he's been having good at bats all year long starting to really collect some hits um I'm fully in on Ron Maltapia going to go full into like the photo of the two guys riding the bus and one of them is looking out the window all sad and one of them is looking out the window taking a happy photo. I think the sad guy is going to have the stat cast stats over his head and the and the guy with the phone looking out the window is just going to say speed and vibes. I think uh, 
Tapia seems to fit in really well. And uh, contact guy, a speed guy, has already grabbed some extra bases, I think, and been uh, in some important situations. Don't really want him, you know, with the game on the line at the plate or in defensively making the throw. But um, I am enjoying what he brings to the table. And I think I we're going back to, of course, with Teoscar healthy. He's a, he's a fourth outfielder, probably the perfect place for him. A guy that you can plug in just about anywhere. You can you can put him. I mean, obviously he's hitting cleanup. You can put him anywhere in the lineup. He's hit, lead off. He's hit eighth. He's at ninth. He's at seventh. He's at fourth. Um, I think he's at fifth as well. You can put him just about anywhere. And uh, he's a major leaguer, which is, which is more than you can say. I think right now for the way that Bradley Zimmer has looked at the look at the plate. And the other downside, Matt Chapman has not. Um, this is the package. You get a lot of strikeouts. Uh, you get a lot, some great defense, but he's also popped up a whole lot. Like his, I think for like 40 to f- almost 50% of his at-bats have either been a strikeout or a pop-up, not really even having that threat. He has three home runs um, and is putting together some hits. Like he hasn't been a complete disaster. He hasn't been Bradley Zimmer, but he has struggled to to sort of find that middle ground. Um, the outcomes, they have been very, very, very true. Also nice to see Ghost Kekato get his first uh hit that was a nice little emotional a little emotional thing they bring his glove out for him and he gets his first hit and uh he mentioned that it meant a lot to him so uh shout out guy who's been fun to have on the team and fun to add also bowden francis made his debut in this one uh gave up a hit and struck a guy out um t sauce back in town with barucky on the il with a blister injury we have heard some updates teoscar hernandez nate pearson um starting to build up to do some work towards their returns. Jansen appears to be a little bit further off. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, continue great at-bats from Santiago Espinal, Bichette, um, come up in, in some big moments this week, but uh, I think still has a ways to go. Has been really late on fastball. Everything on fastball has been to the opposite field. Um, never going to be a walk guy. Never going to be a guy who's, you know, the fish swim, birds fly, Bo Bichette is aggressive at the plate. That's sort of how it works. Um, that's his strength and his weakness. You'd like to see the defense cleaned up a little bit. He had some really good games in the first couple weeks, a little bit less this week with some throws. Um, But I think there's plenty of reason to look at this and say, you know, it feels like he's not playing that well, and I think he would even admit he's not playing uh, to where you want him to be, but you could still still salvage it, and there's a lot. there's a lot of ways to go for him to, to improve and, and continue to be an important part of this team because he is an important part of this team. Everyday shortstop, uh, that's an important thing. Well, that's a lot of words to say I'm not worried, but I'm not worried. Uh, I'm not I'm not telling me that. I'm telling you that. There's a difference. Uh, again, Vladdy Guerrero, you're hoping, the, you're hoping the foot is fine. I'm pretty sure the foot is fine. But George Springer, the last guy I'm going to talk about this week, George Springer, oh, my God, when he is on, when he is playing, everything is so much more fun. Everything is so much better. A great week for Springer vibes. Great defense, clutch hitting. Uh, seems like all of his home runs are clutch ones. I think there is some crazy stat that all of his home runs so far this year has either given them the lead or given them a tie. Uh, he is the perfect guy for this team. It really is. I'm so glad he's been around for the entire year. And uh, you almost missed it last year with with some of the times that he missed from injury. He really is the perfect guy who's been a young guy, who's been a, a guy who plays with fun and joy and, and been on a young, successful team and now is in that veteran role and seems to really be relishing it. I love it. I am loving seeing George Springer every single day. And I'm loving the pitching staff. I really am loving uh, Manoa. You have to. You have to love Gosman. You, and, and, and I'm watching through my fingers on Kikuchi and, and even Barrios has been a little bit uh, whacked around, but... 
you got two guys who have been really good. Brios, who has been good, sort of doing his thing. And and if you were one of the people that believes he's not an ace and he's more of a three, well, good. He's been pitching like a three, and and you have two guys now ahead of him. Maybe you believe in a little bit more. Um, and room to improve, which is always nice. They're playing very well, and they have room to improve. I think those are nice things to have in lockstep. They haven't really hit well in running, runners in scoring position. They haven't really hit for a ton of power. Uh, and yet, here they are, 13-7 and seven, uh, on pace for a very good year. And winning series, having won every series so far. This weekend, the Houston Astros are in town, closing out a two-week stretch where the Astros and the Red Sox are the only two teams they played. The Blue Jays, of course, were just in Houston not too long ago. Uh, last weekend, as a matter of fact, it was uh, a good Springer series there. Um, they went 2-1, and one, losing the game in the 10th, if you remember. Uh, they came back down from 5-2, Collins at the big home run, and then Romano... Uh, Gave up a two-run shot in the 10th uh, another rough day catching for Collins. But uh, that's what's going to happen when Callen, Collins is the guy back there. Um, yeah, we had, the, we had the Springer Dinger home run in game two. We had uh, another Espinal home run. You got to see uh, a save without um, Romano used as Simber closed it out with a line drive that got hit. And uh, the funny Zimmer home run to the Crawford boxes was in game one of that series. So the Blue Jays looking to repeat that, hopefully win another series as Houston is in town for three. Uh, If you're going down, hope you have a great time. Hope you're able to enjoy it and uh, cheer on a winning series. If you're into more less than Jays, if you're into more baseball, you're into more Blue Jays, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash less than Jays. You get all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, The $9 tier gets you extra long episodes, our Tuesday morning episodes. Big show episodes with Jake and I, they are longer, and they are Monday night releases if you are on the Patreon at the $5 and $9 tiers. If you're on the $9 tiers, you get extra episodes. You get Jays of Our Lives, a series where we go back and look at former Blue Jays and sort of tell stories about them and and remember their careers and sort of try to fit them into, you know, now that we have some context for these guys and a lot of their careers are over, you know, what do they mean to the city and what do they mean as players and where do they fit into the overall Jays hierarchy we just did an episode on Aaron Hill. Uh, tons of fun to talk about Aaron Hill. It shouldn't be a surprise. I am a big Aaron Hill guy. Um, that was a ton of fun. Jake has Sean Green on deck. And then we did a poll of our Patreon subs of who they want to hear about. And uh, resoundingly, people wanted to hear about Colby Rasmus. So that is uh, coming up as well as the mailbag that that poll was a part of. The mailbag is recorded. That is going to come out on Saturday. If you're a Patreon member, that's coming to your way Saturday on the 30th. That is available the $9 tier, patreon.com slash less than Jays. If you are interested in that, that is where you get that. If not, we are going to talk to you Tuesday morning. Jake and I will be back to break down the series against Houston and have those insights that only we can have, uh, those thoughts that only only Jake can conjure up. Uh, all of that and more will be coming your way Tuesday morning. Thank you so much for being a part of Less Than Jays. <laughs>